Hello and welcome to the Lost Air Podcast. I'm Gar and I'm here with Paul. How's things? And this week we are doing... What, how would you? What would you call it? Easiest way to do it would be Mythbusters. Mythbusters, yeah. But it's, we can't use that TM. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, some of true or false. Busters. True or false? Can you believe or this didn't happen and everyone thinks it did? Yeah, it's Mythbusters. Yeah, they're kind of like music rumors and legends. Yeah. Music mythology. And we figure out like some of these I didn't know the full mythology busters. Mythology busters. Yeah, that'll get us out of the uh, trouble. Yeah, with, sort with of the lawyers. Yeah. Because you know Mythbusters listen to this every day. Absolutely. <laughs> and we have lawyers so uh, um, yeah we, we thought about doing this for a while because there's so like many sh- mad rumours and legends doing the rounds in the musical world yeah and uh, some of them have been beaten to fucking death while you were in school you oh know God, there was always yeah. a million of them and if you notice some of them got passed on to new people yeah yeah, 100%. That's crazy. He's like, yeah. well, he's, he's not relevant anymore. He gets used to rumor against him, against this new guy. There was it's a couple like, of lads who had, like, several fucking rumors stacked on them as yeah, well. Like, yeah. Several rumors. Which means that maybe one of them are been true. Fingers crossed. Let's see. Because, um, like, I'm going to go through a couple of them, right? Mm. There's the... We didn't... You didn't... Did you do Mark Ammons, no? No. Remember the whole idea? You had to get his stomach pumped. Yeah, because it was all full of cum or something. Yeah, but then they used that on Rod Stewart as well. That's right. And Rod Stewart was like, that's amazing. <laughs> So yeah. stupid. But Wasn't there one about Mark Almond's felching, sticking gerbils up his arse as well? That was Richard Gere. Richard Gere, that's right. Yeah. That is right. So we had a few of them that, like... <laughs> <laughs> we had a few... Like, there was the obvious one, the huge one I had on it for a while, but I took it off because there's not much to say about it. Marilyn Manson is not the kid from the Wonder Years. Yeah. But that, like, so I hear, still hear people saying that. Or, what, the rib removal thing as well? Shut up about that, because that's on the thing. Oh, okay, all right, good. Well, I actually that's want to know. Saying it wasn't staggering. I want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was from someone that's else. A good one. That's a famous one from my youth. Yes. Like, that was the that one. Was, this, is, this, is, this is the thing that popped into my head that made me want to do this podcast. This Did I ever tell so. you about the time my religion teacher in secondary school just absolutely dissembled Marilyn Manson in front of the whole class? Rib by rib. Like, exactly. <laughs> I had a copy of Antichrist Superstar on what CD. was absolutely oh, outrageous. God. I had a copy of that and it was only after coming out like the day before and I had my little disc man and I think I had like a headphone splitter and two pairs of headphones and me and some fucking donkey fucking goth fella in my class um, were going to sit down at lunch break and fucking listen to this album. You know? It's I'd not been, as good as the spooky kid oh. stuff. No, to, to be honest, <laughs> it's with, way better. To be, to be honest, nobody knew about fucking smell of fucking no. No, nobody it was all Antichrist Superstar and you found the, the previous stuff fucking yeah. afterwards but I'll never forget taking out in religion class now my religion teacher was was my history teacher also his name was Doc Martin oh no messing his name was Doc, and he was a judo teacher as well and he didn't like God, didn't like God's music it wasn't that he was actually a very very nice fella yeah, I used to bat our kids. He was because he was a judo that's teacher. Just two sentences in a row that yeah. you'd like to hear. Yeah. The, yeah so the, there was this thing in school where all the kids, it was like a, a like a fucking a trial that all like the, the fifth and sixth years had to try and take down Docker, had to try and take down Doc Martin. So kids literally out of nowhere would just run at him and jump at him and try and bat him, and he'd flip them. And he uh, promoted this, I take it. Uh, well, he never like he never said uh, don't do that again. Like uh, Peter, he loved it, Peter. He loved it. And um, he also ran, he uh, became a politician later. But oh, I, he's fucking pedo. Yeah, he, <laughs> I pulled out a copy of this fucking Antichrist Superstar in religion, in religion class and I opened up the, the fucking, the, the booklet, yeah. which folded out into a poster and had all these like satanic symbols and all this kind of shit, you know. <laughs> and if you folded it one way, you got a pentagram or an inverted crucifix and all this kind of shit. And then you had Manson with the, the contacts in looking like a ghoul. And the artwork on that. It was amazing. Was yeah, it was fucking super. The use of blacks and reds yeah. and, uh, and they're beautiful reds as well. Oh, they are. 
But he came so, over and he goes, what's that? And I'm like, oh, it's, you know, the devil, like, devil music, so. Are you into the devil? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I full on giving all this, oh, he's into the devil and all, eating flies. Like, giving the loads of this. And he's looking at it and he goes, well, what, you know, and he put it on. They had a CD player. He put it on. And the fucking, I was like, skip on to Little Wing or something. You know, pick your finger, <laughs> So he's like, he's listening to it and he, he turns around, he's looking through the thing. And in front of the whole class, like 30, 40 kids, he's like, you know, this is all nonsense. I'm like, what you mean? He goes, like, this isn't Satanism. Like, this is marketed to fucking. Oh, he dismantled it yeah, that way. That's that way. cool. Yeah. He's like, this isn't really Satanism. This is just like a musician trying to sell like his own shitty brand of Satanism to you because you're a fucking dope. You're a fucking dope. Like, and I'm like, what you he's mean, sir? He's not wrong. <laughs> and he starts showing me, he goes, he started like looking at the booklet and he started going, he started folding it over and he's like, you know how much work like graphic design was put into this to make this do this? He said, it wasn't a devil. Yeah. You know what I mean? The devil didn't like talk through this print. You know what I mean? He's like, <laughs> Aftermath Records, whoever put this out, um, or Nothing, nothing records, records, records. Yeah, yeah. Nothing Aftermath, like, Dr. Dre producing exactly. the Marilyn Manson I think nothing oh, actually fuck. was an Aftermath situation. Yeah. So, yeah. so he's like, he's folding it over and he's giving it the full breakdown and by the end of it, I'm just sitting there fully dejected like, Souls after, souls after wrecking the devil on me. Souls after wrecking the devil on me. But anyway, let's get into it. Who was your yes. first one? My first one. I've picked the song uh, "Atomic" by Blondie. Okay. Atomic. I hate that song. This is a rumor about Debbie Harry from Blondie, started by Debbie Harry from Blondie. Okay. She said that she was picked up by Ted Bundy. What? She said in New York she was picked up by Ted Bundy, and in a car, a white car. A small white car, which mm. was Ted Bundy's thing. Now, I don't know if she specified that it was a Beetle. Was it the Volkswagen Beetle? It was a Beetle. Um, I thought it was yellow. The in- yellowy, Maybe, yellowy, yeah. yeah. It was like a beige off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ask someone Altima she'll tell you exactly I what was about to say that no, 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 I, I don't have, have a whole bit I have a whole bit I don't have enough in me I have a whole bit at the end. I, have, I have it written there at the give end give it to me give it to me so she said that she was put into this stripped back car where the windows wouldn't roll down there was no handles on the door and she started to get really 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 freaked out okay. she said uh, she got the window down a tiny bit and got her hand out and to the point where he starts swinging around corners at full speed because she thought she was going to get out. But uh, he swung around so fast, the door flew out, and she ended up into the middle of the road and ran away to safety. Now, this has <coughs> been debunked by lots of people okay. chronologically and geographically. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it's not been fully officially debunked. And she still to this day stands by, 100%. that was fucking Ted Bundy. This was before. He was famous for killing people. Um, yeah, was Bundy famous- ever in New York? That's the thing. That's the thing people come go. He, he, he's never, he was never known to even mm. go that way. But can you fucking imagine, like, imagine it was him. Fuck me. And would she, would she have, like, she says she forgot about it until she saw him on That's TV. That's a stupid years bitch. Later. That's a stupid bitch. I'm sorry. There's but, no, but, you're never going to forget that in your toilet. She didn't say this to anyone until, it's, well, not anyone publicly, until it came out and she was already famous by then. So, but all I can think, thinking of is, like, fucking hell. Imagine it was, though. Imagine that was a thing that happened in time where Debbie Harry nearly didn't happen. And imagine, like... The world would be better for it, let's be honest. Oh, stop, Bl- I like Blondie. I, yeah. lo- I hate a lot of Blondie stuff. But can you imagine even, like... like there's no, I don't think there's any itching songs about it. I mean, if you take, like... <laughs> can you imagine fucking Ted Bundy giving her, like, ideas for Atomic, even? To be better. The lyrics would be better. Oh, your yeah. hair is beautiful. Mm. Come home with me tonight. Oh, no, I wouldn't be, that's a lie. I wouldn't be into, I wouldn't be into Deb, Debbie Hardy being fucking killed by Ted Bundy. Maybe yeah. she was uh, abducted by Ned Bundy. Ned Bundy? Yeah, Ted's fucking weird doppelganger. With the same car. The exact same that. car. Yeah. Just some fucking Ted fanboy. Yeah. Speaking of Ted fanboys. Yeah. 
let's do it. Let's talk about these fucking idiots. <laughs> these fucking simple young ones online. Go. Okay. I know, like, he's so mysterious. Oh, God, yeah, he's so mysterious. He, he killed a child and yeah. 29 women. Yeah. 29 women, so 30, 30 females he killed. I will never understand the allure to uh, women of serial killers. But especially as one as vicious as this. I mean, obviously, yeah, what you're saying, but like, it's because he doesn't even, like, I don't know, I can't really judge what men look like. But to me, I'm like, really him? Really? I don't know. I was talking to someone the other day, so and they're into them, like, like, their ideal man. They were kind of describing someone who killed a child. But like, no, but somebody was explaining to me, explaining to me the other day, like, what their ideal man looks like. And it, like, it was like a junkie. It's a junkie. All, you know, like, you know, real skinny and gaunt. And I'm there, like, it's okay. So it's like a zombie. Is that but, like, is that punched like, over is and that all? like what every young one goes for between the ages of like 18 to about 25, where they keep going through these lists of those skinny, junky looking folks and I go, oh my God, I can't believe he did all those things and cheated on me and then goes to me. He's like, look at that. Yeah, lad. he's a junk bag. Like, he looks, yeah, like, even, even if he's not a junkie, exactly. Yeah. He looks yeah. that good. He's got all the attributes, bare the hair to yeah. him in his fucking veins. Like, one thing I did find funny about this was I just, so, I, wrote, I wrote it down because it annoyed me. It stuck in my head for the entire day. The Telegraph have written, Debbie Harry could have been one of his 30 victims. Oh, hang on. No, do the math to that. How, how could she be one of his 30 victims when he killed 30 people? Yeah. So she'd be the 34th. 34th or yeah. would he go, oh, I've, no, killed, not you. I've killed 30. I yeah. better stop. Yeah. Just Is that his number? Then again, I don't know how good the Telegraph is. It was The, the whole content was blocked after a while. I couldn't read down for it. it was like, oh, they do that Debbie fucking Harry. pay two euro fucking week. Debbie Harry could have be easily been one of his 30 victims. Sorry, hang on. That would make 31. And oh, also there's way more. As I guarantee as, it is way as, oh, more. Oh, girls kind of go, he's hot for a man who brutally murdered women oh, so I, don't, I watched that um, I watched the, I watched the documentary documentary is very good and I watched uh, that the TED tapes or whatever it was yeah. um, with all the recordings did you watch that film uh, yeah I did yeah it's garbage yeah it's absolute dirt yeah. like it's, but it's not even like no it misses the point like. it's, that's what I'm saying 100% misses the point it's almost like they had a list of remember that, right, remember that uh, this is exactly how I want to fucking Describe this film. Do you remember that fucking Jimi Hendrix movie where they weren't allowed any music any of his music? I know of it. That they recorded in Dublin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We talked about this before. Mm. It's like that. They weren't allowed to use certain facts. So yeah. they had to just use bits of the book that was thrown away. Yeah. It was absolutely pointless. Yeah. It's like the Morrissey was, movie. Yeah, God, yeah. Even that was not too bad. Yeah, but like Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What we're gonna do is we're gonna talk do a biopic of the bit that nobody cares about. Yeah, exactly. Okay, brilliant. Yeah. The bit before he was famous. Yeah, though. oh brilliant. Yeah, yeah, but was it interesting? So, no, 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 he no. Did, he didn't really talk to anybody. Yeah. Morris, he was a bit of a prick and nothing happened at yeah. all. He was useless until he was famous. Pretty much. So let's make a movie about that bit. Exactly. Anyway, listen, that was uh, <laughs> Blondie Atomic. Do I think she was? Don't think so, but listen, you never know. Oh, you, I, your, I'm pretty sure I do know. No, yeah. That it didn't happen. Also, just, also, he only ever let one, she was the, she was considered one herself escape, one that got yeah. away. Yeah. One escapes already, yeah. Wasn't that <laughs> Who's your first one? Uh, we're gonna stay on the, the serial killer. Um, so what, this is, this is a mad weird one. I only, I only found this out last week. And I found this out kind of by accident. I had never heard of this thing before in my entire life. And this, Okay, so I'm going to put it to you in a question, right? So you know the band Slayed? Yeah. You know, Merry Christmas. Come on, feel the, the boys. Exactly. Yeah. Boys on top of boys. Exactly. Oh, boys. <laughs> boys, boys, boys. So Slade were like this huge band. That's the Ramstein version. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, Sly were a huge kind of glam rock band in the 70s and 80s, but it would have been massively influential to like the kind of skinhead scene. I couldn't believe that when I found it that a while ago. Oh, yeah. That Sly were like this. Yeah. Skin, good, the, 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 music. Good, the good skinheads, right? Yeah, yeah. The good skinhead punk yeah. band with dudes. It's more the style of the yeah. clothes they wore. They, they, yeah. they, Sly had kind of made All that uh, charity shop chic years before it was a thing, yeah. you know. We were talking like four coats and the maddest haircuts you've ever seen. In your life. I never... I'm going to po- put a picture up on the Facebook page of what somebody's lads what, I don't know any rumours about this band. I'm this is fucking insane. I'm so I'm going to, I'm going to give you a question, right? Right. Yeah, we should do it. We should mix it up like this. Right. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Did the bassist from Slade get engaged to a serial killer? <laughs> was it Ted Bundy? Are they all saying that? Wait. Oh, yeah, I was uh, in the 70s. Wait till you hear uh, this. Before, before a man could get married, do you know, he proposed to me. <laughs> this is fucking mad. So, just a tiny little bit of the history well, of Slade. Does he, um, I think I'd be extremely disappointed to find out now that he didn't. Well, wait till you hear this. <laughs> so, Slade, like I said, formed the 70s, but they broke up in 1992, okay? Now, That's quite later than I thought. Way later. Way later. Now, Did they have an album out in the 90s? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's listen to Slade's no, 90s album. No. So... What's weird is that they break up in 1992, but at the end of 1992, they get back together again. Did they do another album in the mid-90s? I don't know. They influenced by the grunge scene, like the way Aerosmith and stuff was. It gets worse, right? So they called this new reunited band Slade 2, okay? Right. Because a couple of the lads had died, a couple of them had fucking had no interest in being back in the band. I'll just kind of show you. You know what? Either call it Slade or a different name. Yeah. Slade 2... Oh, go on, sorry. It doesn't make sense. So, they hired this guy called Dave Glover to play bass in Slade 2. Okay, so he's fucking... <laughs> he's playing with them for a couple of years. <laughs> he's playing with them for a couple of years. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, word gets out. Now, now apparently, Dave Glover is this weird, kind of, real shy bloke. Like, nobody in the band like knew he had a girlfriend or knew anything about his personal life. He just, he showed up, he played the gigs, they got paid, and he fucked off, you know? Then all of a sudden, one day, they opened up the newspaper, and there's a big headline that says, Rose West to marry again. Oh, fuck off. Right? <laughs> so they print the name, Dave Glover, bassist with famous band Slayed, via, like, letters, has proposed and to Rose West. Satellite link. <laughs> and she's agreed. Of course she did. Of course she did. Big Slade fan. Right? Big Slave fan. Big Slave fan. <laughs> Big Shovel fan. So fucking, uh, this goes on for a, for a couple of days and then it blows right up. Now, apparently the day that the band found out that Dave Glover was engaged to fucking Rose West, they're like, hands up lad, you have to fucking leave. Not you have to. You'll f- get out. Yeah, it's time to go. Take right? your bass. Take your weird letters. Exactly. Take those panties that now I know who they belong to. <laughs> out of the rehearsal room. So Rosemary they, West, they tore tuff, him out. A couple of days later, Rose West's uh, solicitor posts up this kind of uh, public apology in the newspaper saying, listen, Rose is called off the wedding. She doesn't feel it's right. She wants to give Dave Glover his life back. Like, that she thought it was going to be a personal thing, that the two of them were in love via their correspondence and letters. It's not even known if they ever met in real life. Jesus. So. Why did he write to her? He's he's obviously mad. Now, in case anybody's fucking, this is even a tiny bit before my time, a tiny bit. So I'm going to give you a little bit of the thing about Rose West, right? Rose West is currently serving 10 consecutive life sentences in Durham Prison in England, right? I wonder which one she's on now. I say she's on two. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So. This is fucking insane. Rose and her husband, Fred West, killed at least 10 young women, yeah. right? including 
at least one of their daughters. Their and own daughters? Their own daughters. There may have been two. I'm not totally sure. I, like I said, I'm not an alt model, so I didn't get too deep into the fucking bones of it. But <laughs> one of them, at least, was their eight-year-old daughter, who was oh. buried underneath the patio. So they buried all the bodies on their property. Um, so this is fucking insane. Like, it's fucking insane. So she killed ten people. Now, she instigated... A lot of people were like, oh, Fred West obviously got her involved in it. Fred West was in prison when she killed her daughter. It was her stepdaughter. It was Fred's daughter. Also, did you see the, the, the a few years ago they made a like a movie or a TV show about it? And they made her out to be the biggest pig. Oh, she, she's a scumbag. So she is definitely, I'm sorry. Everyone, she started, says, it, everyone yeah. says she was pig evil. She started, she started the killings while Fred was locked up. And he came home to find out his stepdaughter had been killed. And he was like, all right, yeah, Grant. So then they started snatching women. <laughs> What's for dinner? But they had, they had a bunch of other kids. And apparently they used to joke to the other kids, like, if you're not good, you'll end up under the fucking patio like you're one. So that's hell. how they kept the kids in line. Now, Fred originally was arrested for uh, molesting his daughter. Right? So this is where the whole thing came from. Then they found a body. One of the kids ratted them out or something like that. And they found all the bodies. Now, the house and all now, the house that the murderers were committed in and the body, where the bodies were buried has been flattened and there's just a pathway there. The, the entire house has been deleted that, that from existence. That happened another thing that's coming up. Yeah, I think, like, I don't know. I'm not really, like, uh, spiritual. I don't believe in ghosts really that much. But I believe that a certain place that all these horrible things happen shouldn't has, exist. has this little scar yeah, in, it shouldn't in exist. time. And an invisible, like... I wouldn't even say spiritual, just this energy. Just a relic. Residual, there, residual yeah. energy. Yeah. So just, I mean, if, if knocking down those walls alone would, I would, you know what, weirdly, people think that's bullshit. Knock that, knock that calf down. Oh yeah, 100%. It's gone now. But the, I'm, I'm close to you with that. The way I look at it is that, um, if you didn't know those atrocities were committed there, you'd feel terrible when you found out you bought that house. Jesus Second yeah. of all, the people who will be attracted to buying that house because of those atrocities are probably not going to be great people anyway. So, best thing to do is, it's, chances are it's council house. And as best well as that, can you just be the rid of it. day you moved in, the neighbours gone, what? Yeah, just like, be rid guys, of it. like, oh, this gaff was a steal, like, yeah. But we got it for the tenor. Sit down and they'll bring you in a flat and tell you a little story yeah, about exactly. why that Don't go was. digging up that fucking garden, like, <sighs> who, no, horrific. So, yeah, the basis from Slade, Dave Glover, got engaged to Rose West. The second, the, the second, I think, oh, yeah, only the second female serial killer in the UK's history after Moira Hindley. Another fucking bitch. Absolute scum pig. Who's your next one? My next one. The song, In Excess, Never Tears Apart. The man, Michael Hutchins. The rumour. True or false? That Michael Hutchins died of autoerotic asphyxiation. The strangle wank. The strangle wank. The last tug, the handshake with God. I, I, I always heard he died of a strangle wank. Him and Grasshopper. Died of strangle wanks. Grasshopper. Remember Grasshopper? Oh fuck, tiny blasshopper. Yeah. <laughs> Grasshopper. Yeah, might have killed me, like. Yeah, yeah. Li- he well, d- listen. He died of a strangle bag as well, yeah. I have a feeling. I can't say. Isn't there a rumour that Chris Cornell died of a strangle bag as well and not the fucking painkillers or whatever? Yes. Well, that, that would, that was brought out to make it seem like, and this was as well, I think, to make it seem like a, a much less sad suicide. Okay. Like, as in it wasn't suicide. Yeah. But I honestly think, after reading through this, and you tell me what you think after this, because mm. it's not, it's, we can't never know. I would put down this down to a straight-up suicide. No strangle wanks. Okay. A suicide. Well, so where does cax down? So this is what I need to know. 
like uh, loads of people hang themselves in wardrobes, right? And off doors. He was in a hotel room. He might have been in his nip. All these oh, cool stories. His pants were so cool. I never painted onto him. Like so good. So if his, we if should he, talk about. By the way, this song is one of my favorite songs of all time. Which song have you got? Never tear us apart. Ah, yeah, yeah. This, this, and one of the best front men of all time. Amazing. Suicide Blonde is an absolute go to for me. It's so good. So Fucking good. hell. Remember they didn't, they weren't Inexcess, didn't Inexcess become scumbags after this and have a TV show trying to find a new singer? That's not scumbaggy. That's like, I don't want to fucking go back to my old job. Yeah, but they didn't do it on telly. They did. Yeah, I'm not I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Really? Well. Like when fucking Evan Seinfeld and Sebastian Bach started a band on MTV. Listen. I'm not into that. Just no. get a new singer and fuck off. Like, yeah. Alison Chains, just get one in. I know. But. Do it on telly. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's a bit desperate. I watched it. No, I didn't. I don't know. I just say, I don't, I making just, me feel bad. Now. <laughs> I just, I just think the whole thing. It's like okay, right? So our singer died horribly. We need a new one. Put it on telly. I don't know if much was made about uh, Michael Hutchins in that show. I don't think it was. But the whole idea was that he fucking died of a strangle wank, and they needed a new one. Like, well, he, did he die of a strangle wank? Um, well, let's just talk about it. Right? Yeah. So, right. Because this is important to me, because I like NXX. Who was the last person that he talked to before he died? Um, who was the last person that Michael Hutchins talked to before he died? Wasn't he with Bob Geldof's ex-missus? Yes. What's her name? Polly Yates. Polly Yates. Yes. And didn't he have a kid called fucking Mimi or Fifi or... Heavenly something? Harani Tiger Lily yeah, Hutchins. Tiger Lily, that's the one. It wasn't any of them. It was at Gandhi. It was Geldof. He talked to Geldof. Yes. He rang up and said, please, please, please let me see my kids. Because uh, he was supposed to meet up to him in Australia and Geldof decided, no. Geldof got fuck off. Now, hang on. To be, right. I'm going to put this out. There's a chance Geldof might have went. He's too fucked up on drugs to see. He had kids with Paul Yates. Yeah. Uh, Geldof at the time, I think. And Geldof had kids with Yates as well. Yeah. yeah? So, okay. So, well, he didn't have kids. Yeah. He didn't have kids with Hutchins. Geldof and Hutchins. Mm. Um, it's 2020 now they could so Geldof has admitted that he received a phone call from Hutchins hours before the Australian was found dead okay um, Yates was the first person to suggest auto asphyxiation the strangle wank fuck off no that's dirt she also said Bob Geldof killed him on the phone fuck him. well she dead now mm. as well she died in 2000 of a heroin overdose that's on, right. on her daughter's birthday Fucking hell! That's you know what? I'm actually gonna not. Meant, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna capacity. Hardcore mammy in right there. Um, she said Bob Geldof murdered Michael Hutchins. She told Britain's Daily Express. Where did Hutchins die? What country? Australia. And where was Geldof? England. Pro- guarantees in England. Yeah. Yeah. He so, was in England. Of course. He rang up saying, "Please let me see my kid. Uh, don't. You're supposed to come over to Sydney before an excess went on this huge tour. Yeah. Because this is like, this is the nineties, man. This is. It's not... Where's the height of their fame? Yeah, no, well, late 80s, uh, early 90s. Yeah, it yeah. would have been fine. 92, 93. Yeah, probably waning, but like not tour-wise. No. Album-wise, probably... Maybe, but yeah, they would have been selling out the big, last thing they spots. put out was that live album, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, with the stars in it. Yeah. So a lot of people think that the fact that Geldof decided we're not going over to Australia... And sent and his spiritual fucking being... His little, his sent his soul over to like kill him. Like Game of Thrones, yeah. like that thing that goes under the water. Yeah, the fucking, yeah, one with the tits. Melisandre's fucking yeah. blood, a period demon. Shadow. Yeah, whatever it is. Shadow rag. Does she have to, ha- <laughs> does she have to get railed on to fucking unleash that fucking murder? They never explained that either in that fucking TV show. So, uh, 
Yeah, her, her thing was uh, that bastard killed Michael. He calls himself Saint Bob. That makes me sick. He killed my baby. He did take a knife with the fucking prick and he's already... Of course he did. Dirty cunt. Especially, uh, we're, we're, we're talking from a place where we just found out Sinn Féin are the new uh, government or something, <laughs> or something, or something's going to happen. Uh, so yeah, look, fucking Polly died in 2000. Then 14 years later, her daughter, Peaches, died of an overdose as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, where yeah. her kid's in the gaff also. Jesus Christ. This lineage needs to be wiped out. I think this is like cursed like the fucking Bruce Lee family. Quite, yeah, maybe. Except with them, it was like fake bullets and weird. Well, how, how did Bruce Lee die again? Uh, oh shit, how did Bruce Lee die? I remember Dragon. How did Bruce Lee die? Um, I know they made a big song and dance. Well, I think now, to be fair, you can call this a course, but that family were... they did. This family did two things. Called their kids mad things and bang a load of heroin. Yeah, they were mad into fucking uh, drugs. I think... What do I think? I think Michael Hutchins killed himself after he... Yeah, so... Off the phone. The the last thing that uh, Bob Geldof said to him was, you need to move on, this is not your wife anymore. That's okay. not really a horrible thing to say in terms of the truth, especially considering Michael Hudgens was trying to call him 10 times to 20 times a day before that to go, please let me see my kids. I think that's a fucking real sad story. How did uh, Bruce Lee do it? Uh, cerebral edema. Um, so he was suffering, he kept passing out and he was having cerebral headaches. Cerebral demon? Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, he was, I think he was shooting the game of death. Um, and yeah, he passed out and died. So yeah, listen, yeah. Listen, that was a... Uh, the Michael Michael Hutchins Hutchins. Strangle. It's not simple. It's not just he was found with the lemon in the mouth and the. Don't they put a lemon in the mouth for well, auto Apparently, that's the whole idea. Apparently, we should explain what autoerotic asphyxiation is. Yes, you. <laughs> okay, so basically. Uh, you are the man to do this, car. All right, so uh, what a lot of people do is they take their belt and they like catch it in a door jam and they take the loop of the belt and they start strangling themselves with it. And that while they're doing this, they're pulling the belly out themselves, so they're having the wank, <laughs> right? So the whole idea is that as you're wanking, you're strangling yourself, but you're supposed to have like a slice of lemon. We should say that as well as to make the orgasm super yeah. powerful. So apparently you're supposed to have a slice of lemon in your mouth and the citrus kind of blast you over. So no, just, no, 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 that's not the reason. No but, the no, but it's like to stop yourself from fucking passing out, yeah, yeah. right? So what happens is you're strangling yourself, you're choking yourself, you're hanging yourself while masturbating. And just as you're about to come, you like let loose on the fucking rope so the blood rushes to your head and you bite down on the fucking the citrus just afterwards to stop yourself from passing out yeah. and like collapsing into the noose and killing yourself it's like an elaborate tequila it's just a stupid form of wanking especially <laughs> like it's fucking stupid like think about like think about, man, I've never tried it I never who would who would ever try it like uh, Michael Hutchins had all the money in the world right had plenty hotel, of money. Man, hotel rooms doesn't matter hotel rooms just ring down this is the fucking 90s yeah, ring yeah. down to the, to the front door listen I need eight browsers hang on sorry ASAP. again Michael Hutchins browsers no he's Michael Hutchins well, you just go down to the bar then. Yeah, hello, you. Yeah, exactly, look at me. Suicide look at me. Just look at me. Exactly. Look at my face. You know who I am? Yeah. yeah. But even if you didn't, look even at me. Even Grasshopper. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, like, did you ever see Kill Bill? Do you like Quentin Tarantino? I'll ring him. Just come up and play at me dick. And I'll ring him for you. Oh, yeah, so D- David's looking for some sex. So exactly. you should probably just give it to him. Like, fucking hell. Yeah, David Carradine, yeah. Um, fucking hell. Like, I don't understand these, these strangle wanks. I'll never understand it. And well, I've had some mad elaborate wanks in my day, but not one that can <laughs> fucking kill you. There's also the danger. Do you remember the danger, the danger wank? Danger, the, the original danger wank was the one where you were having a wank and just as you were about to come, you called your Ellen. You, you just He's just trying to finish and 
You had to try and finish it before your ma came in. So bizarre to bring your ma. I know. Out. What the Don't fuck? do that. You used to live in there. You know what I mean. You're made of what's that's, about to come out. Yeah. I think that's bullshit. No one's ever done that. No one's ever had a no danger wank. That. That's just anyway. Lies. Look, uh, that was uh, in excess. That was Michael Hutchins. Who is your next one? Did someone in Led Zeppelin pleasure a groupie with a shark? <laughs> that's a that's a strong rumor, and I'd love to know. Actually, I I knew about this. That that was one of the sh- on my short list, but I never <laughs> I never checked up on it. Okay, so I put Led Zeppelin Communication Breakdown sort of put down there. That's my favourite Zeppelin song. I just like it. Um, there's an awful lot of writing, so bear with me here, okay? So it's 1969, July 27th, at the Seattle Pop Festival. Okay, so the setting of what's going on here is kind of important. Okay. So Zeppelin played this festival. Loads of other bands played a fucking festival as well. And most of the bands are staying in this hotel called the Hotel Over... It's called, no, sorry, the Edgewater... The Edgewater Hotel. I was about to say the Overlook Hotel. Um, the Edgewater creepy. Inn, it's called. And the whole thing with the Edgewater Inn is that parts, one side of the entire hotel hangs out over like either a sea or a big body of water. Yeah. And the whole idea is that people go fishing out with their hotel windows. Amazing. Right? And that's the cool thing about this fucking Edgewater Inn. That's cool. So... This rumour has never really been properly put to bed. It has been... Well, let's break it down and we'll decide. Okay. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, some of the band are hanging out in the room. They're hanging out with a couple of the guys from Vanilla Fudge. Right? The drummer, the drummer's name is Carmine Apice. Now, Carmine... Fucking hell, apparently it was Carmine's room that all this happened in. This is, this is, you've got, this is so difficult. There's books written about this, right? Just this shark incident? Yeah. Fuck this off. This is fucking insane, right? I'm all Papa Glatt. <laughs> so, Carmine Apice, who's the drummer with Vanilla Fudge, he's hanging out in his hotel room. They're a great band. I love Vanilla Fudge. He's hanging out. Now, he's after bringing this groupie with him. And the reason he brought this groupie with him was that he met her at this uh, Seattle Pop Festival. Yeah. And he jumps in his limo. She jumps in, in with him. And on their way to the Edgewater Hotel, she sucks his dick, right? So he's like, oh, I'm brand now for a while. And she goes, listen, you need to introduce she me. She delighted him. Exactly. So she she's like, him. She says to him, you need to uh, introduce me to fucking all the lads in the band. Now. Looks ASAP. This is, yeah. this is me fucking, this is what I'm into. And uh, so off they go. groupies, they were a big thing well, in the 70s. It was a big thing in the 70s and 80s, yeah. So off they go. They meet up with the Vanilla Fudge keyboard player, um, a guy called Mark Stein. Now, Mark Stein had like a little 8mm camcorder thing, a little video recorder. And he was running around recording the whole thing. <laughs> so when when the girl seen the little video recorder, she said, oh, we should make a movie. And he said, what do you mean? We should make a movie. And she pulls off all of her clothes. Now, bear in mind, Mark Stein is recording this entire thing, right? So he's running around fucking recording your one. Your one jumps in the bed fully in the nip and starts fucking trashing around, fucking let's go, who wants forced dibs, all this type of shit. Now, in the room as well, that the Led Zeppelin road manager... And his fucking name has left me. What is his name? Fuckity fuck fuck. Um, I'll remember now in a second. Actually, there was a guy called Bruce Wayne in there. He was like a road manager. <laughs> yeah, he was like a road manager for either Vanilla Fudge or Zeppelin or both. Like he just handled their fucking, you get from A to B. Um, John Bonham was there. Of course he was. Um, and Led Zeppelin's tour manager was there. And I can't remember his fucking name. I'll remember it later. But he was there. So apparently the lads had fucking caught. Now, there's a rumour that it was either a mud shark <laughs> or it was a red snapper. 
Oh, okay. Now, the mud shark rumor might come from the fact that apparently Frank Zappa was doing the rounds as well, and he's seen the entire thing. And Frank Zappa made a movie called fucking Don't Fuck With That Mud Shark or something like that. And he wrote a song where he, he depicts the entire incident as it happens. Right? Uh. So apparently the rumor is that someone will fucking Mark Stein, the keyboard player from Vanilla Fudge's recording, someone takes either a mud shark or a red snapper and starts beating that one up with it. Right? Uh, right? No, but she's loving we're it. We're all having a good no, time. No, she's loving that. it. He's like slapping her across the chops with the fucking fish. And she's fucking all rubbing her tits and fucking playing with herself. Giving it the lemons, right? Giving it loads. Disgusting. Disgusting. So apparently, someone turns around and says, let's see if this red snapper fits in your red snapper. And starts sticking the nose of it up inside her. Right? Apparently, she's loving all this. Right? Loving all this. So they deal with the completion. And fucking, will the film still run? Now... That's where, there's one of these legendary things where it says, like, let's see if this red snapper fits in your red snapper. But the rumor was that it was a mud shark, which is a slightly bigger animal, apparently. Let's see if this mud shark fits in your mud, mud shark. shark. Now, apparently she did take it up the hole as well. They tried it. Now, the big thing is that every single person there, drugs including drug. fucking, they were riddled with fucking drugs. The big thing, by the time this happened, the room was full. Of lads and bands, their wives, their girlfriends, their everything. The room was jam-packed. Now, is that not a stupid idea? If you're into that stuff, to bring your wife in and go, this is a regular Tuesday for me at work, honey. I'd say this stage, a lot of the guys just had their, their wives and girlfriends with them all the time to try and keep them level. I suppose. By 69. Um, oh, you're, yeah, 69, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I'd say a lot, a lot of lads were trying to get off the fucking heavy gear and they were bringing their fucking families with them on tour, you know? Um, as the Brian Wilson story from a couple of weeks ago where he gets introduced to his kids he doesn't know who they are They're trying to bring the family with him to create some sort of sense of that happens a lot on Ma- Maury and uh, mm. Sally Jesse Raphael mm. people getting introduced to their kids and pretending they don't know who they are exactly <laughs> so the rumour is that this film which has never been seen by anybody and the reason it's never been seen by anybody is because this guy whose name is Bruce Wayne apparently bought the fucking footage also he has a vault yeah in a cave. In a cave, under Wayne Manor. So he bought this footage, right? But Master Wayne, I found this tape. Put it down, Alfred. <laughs> exactly. Put <yeah>. it down. <laughs> but apparently, by the time he got around to getting it developed... Oh, God, Master Wayne, what are they doing? What have you done? What are they doing? Some men just want to watch the world burn. Some men just like, want to watch the mud shark go into the exactly. red snapper. So apparently by the time he went to try and get this developed, the film had degraded so much that it was fucking useless. So the, the keyboard player from Vanilla Fudge sold it to this guy Bruce Wayne, who was something to do with Led Zeppelin, and uh, he wanted to keep it for fucking for the crack. So he can put it on one of his 700 mini TVs. Yeah, exactly. Watch it and wank. Have a strangle wank while watching it. Like, I don't know. That signal's gone up. Damn right, it's gone up. Yeah. Now, what they're saying, Vanilla Fudge are saying that it was somebody from Vanilla Fudge who banged her with the fish. And John Bonham was saying that it was their tour manager. Like, there's a, too many different... Like, it's too weird. What they can all agree on, what, and I'm sure their lawyers briefed them, was that this girl was very much into this. I was going to say, that keeps popping up. Yeah. Like, just want to say that before we say this, this person was very into this, and they just keep saying all That's over a big again. thing, a big thing. I, I, again, I read a shit ton about this, and if I thought this was in any way dodgy, I wouldn't have used it. I think this was just a professional fucking groupie Jerry back is, in the late 60s. Jerry is standing over you with his mud shark in yeah. his hand waiting if she had to degrade yourself. I just think it was a fucking groupie, groupian, to be honest with you. 
Speaking really quickly of Firethead, isn't Graham Benning in a shy bag? I don't know. Yes. What, why? No, no, it's too, it's too long. Now, next, what's is that? I know uh, we got true or false on that. I'm gonna go semi true. I'd say something happens. Do you know what I do? Well, if, who done it? Do you know what I, if I do if I had um, so much money, like all the money in the world, I would beat an absolute fucking mischievous bastard with all the money in the world. I would find out what camera was used, oh, yeah. where it was done. I would recreate the entire thing, find a professional to degrade it so much, and then just leave that somewhere. Famous in a so someone finds it and have all the actors, okay, actors that look exactly like Led Zeppelin's tour managers and all them. I would recreate that as a joke and then go, that, and just sit there bored going, ha, that's a good day's work today. Imagine having that much money to spend. Who is your next one? Charles Manson. Fuck up. People say I'm no good. It's actually quite a good song. Didn't he do? You go on. Okay. Go well, on, yeah. go on, go on. So, true or false? I'm going to give you two statements and you okay. tell me whether they're true or false. True or false, Charles Manson is a mass murderer. No, I know this one. Definitely not. Char- Second one, Charles Manson never set foot in 150 Silo Drive, a.k.a. the Tate Murder House. Um, I think he might. Did he go there after? I can't remember. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. He went there before. Da- a year before. A year before. When they weren't even living there. Ooh. This is interesting. So... Charles Manson was really good friends with Dennis Wilson from the yes. Beach Boys. Yeah. That's that's known. It is known. It is known. God. This is the way. We'll get to that show in a minute because that comes in, in the next one. Um, <clears throat> so, he was hanging out and hanging out with a lot of music executives mm. because of Dennis Wilson. He wanted he to get an album made, didn't he? With him, yeah. yeah. He's like, this, he's like and it's, a couple of other people, I think, met him. I can't remember how one was like, oh, hang on, was it? I could have been Bob Dylan met him as well. And said, uh, no, he's garbage, but God, he's really good at improvising yeah. <laughs> with what little talent he has. I think mm. it might have been Bob Dylan that said that. Um, so he was in that house because it was occupied by a guy called Terry Melcher, uh, the son of uh, Doris Day, actually. Yeah. And uh, his partner at the time, Candy Spergen from Murphy Brown. I always used to think her name was Candy Spergen. <laughs> I remember seeing it written down one time, I was like, Candy Spergen. That sounds like Candy. Sp- That's her. <laughs> um, so he was a, a very influential, like producer. Yeah. At the time, and so a year before the, the murders, he went there and he said to him, "Dennis, Dennis <laughs> Winter brought him on. And goes, check mm. this guy out, man." So he came to the gap and played a few songs, and uh, Terry Melcher went, "I'm not going to give you um, a record deal, no." And apparently everyone thought he was really weird and he wasn't really asked back to that house ever mm. again for any of the parties mm. so that's mad he had that in his head that that's that's the place where my heart lives that house yeah. I didn't know any of this at the time recently reading this going mm. fucking hell this is crazy so <clears throat> obviously we know the history of that a year later I think or so when uh, Roman Plansky and Sharon Tate were living there he his gang the Manson the family, family yeah. went in and killed the two of them, and also Jay Seberg. That's right. And a couple of other people. Here's the mad thing. Do you know who was supposed to be, and very, very, very nearly was in the gap that night? Who? Only he cancelled last minute. Quincy Jones. Really? Quincy Jones nearly got butchered. Man. And also, Steve McQueen wants to go, but his girlfriend at the time, or wife, said uh, she wasn't feeling too good and wanted mm. to stay in that night. Um, 
so it's kind of crazy that he broke into that set or got, got them to go to that specific house. Yeah. And what did he know that they weren't living there anymore? The Melcher, Terry Melcher wasn't living there know. anymore. I don't know but, an awful lot about Manson. But what has come out is one of the Manson murder gang said that the Cielo Drive massacre was carried out to instill fear into Terry Melcher. Really? They said it was. They were name checking him. Really? As the guy who Manson wanted dead. Oh. So he never, maybe he never checked the occupancy. Maybe he didn't care. Because well, he wasn't there himself. He just sent them. Yeah, he sent people. them over. He goes, go to that cast. Yeah, took a, built his army over a year. Yeah. And fucking sent them off. No wonder did he go because that guy refused a record contract. Not even living there anymore. He actually, apparently, people said that he moved out because Mar- or Marlon Manson. Mm. Marlon Manson was there. Mm. That guy for a while. Was he there for a while? That guy, he was. He recorded an EP or something like that. that um, that's fucking nuts. So he was he was in that guy for a year and uh, apparently made to feel unwelcome boy. Yeah, wasn't given his record contract, and uh, I mean that's got to play a part in it. Wasn't there a rumor that um, a couple of the songs off Dennis Wilson's solo album that was just boshed to death in the fucking press because it was garbage were written by uh, yeah, Charles? As that's well. what it said too. Apparently, at yeah. least two were written by him. He was, or co-wrote. co-wrote. Yeah, yeah. He, apparently, he was a co-writing credit. Um, or, or, it's, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna claim to know all this yeah. off my own. Back, um, Blind Boy done a thing a while ago about uh, Dennis Wilson and Manson. And uh, the big thing was about drum machines. And uh, apparently the record label that were putting out Dennis's album wouldn't fork out for a session drummer. So they gave him one of the first ever drum machines. Why is Blind Boy always getting to our stuff before we I do? Know, yeah. Before we do. We should really, I should listen to more <laughs> stuff so I don't cover ground that's already come from Ireland. He, and he hasn't done what, you're, what you've just done, but he talked about, it was more about, it was an episode about drum machines. Yeah. Um, about drum machines, about Dennis Wilson using the first drum machine, and it was like a slight. Oh, right, right. It was um, the record label trying to annoy him because nobody wanted drum machines. Mm. So, so that's <coughs> the thing. He's not a mass murderer like some people stupidly mm-hmm. think he is, but he was in the house a year beforehand. That was in 19... 19- 68 yeah. and the murders were in 1969 of course yeah, yeah. nearly didn't have <coughs> Michael Jackson's albums of Quincy Brown Quincy was, Brown um, Quincy Jones was uh, killed there was a rumour that uh, Manson had killed at least one person that's true a vagrant a vagrant or when, when he was a vagrant maybe I thought something some guy over yeah. in, 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 in like he claimed yeah. to have killed at least one yeah. person but nothing if he claimed it him. then I absolutely would believe it yeah yeah yeah, yeah 100% um, he's not as lauded by the uh, old community because he wasn't that good looking so and he didn't kill enough people. He didn't kill enough kids. He's more... Uh, <laughs> Manson would be more... Uh, would have been taken by the metal and punk community. Because for imagery. Marilyn like Manson a, and, and the Beatles link as well with the yeah. Helder Skelter. Yeah. So look, um, we know that for a fact to be true. He was there, uh, yeah. according to everybody. So uh, he was there. Do we think that he... No. Thought Terry Melcher was still there, though? Maybe. Probably. Probably. Who's your next one? I'm sure there's a million books written about it. Yeah. My next one, I'm going to give you a question. Are you ready? Yes, I like questions. Did old dirty bastard lift a car off a trapped child? That was Bruce Banner. That's how he, be, that's how he knew he wanted to be the Hulk. Yeah. He, oh, no, he... No, sorry. No, he saw a woman lifting a car off her son. That's another thing. That that, that same fella who debunked... Uh, Marilyn Manson for me he was the one who told me that in school that uh, you get this, you get women this. have superpowers for protecting children and can lift cars off babies like you can just come to you if, yeah. That's, yeah that's, that's a lie that, isn't that, isn't that, is that is, I don't that's from the the movie The Hulk is that from that's not it's from the TV series is that The Hulk's story is that what his no. research was no. trying to harness that energy was it no it was just gamma rays 
don't know what that had to do with it. That's in, that's in the TV show. Is it? That's how. That's what Bruce Banner's. I don't uh, fucking know. Like the old Bruce Banner, like Lou Ferrigno, yeah. like no, yeah, but oh, I don't know. but the other guy, yeah, the, uh, David Squarehead lad, yeah, David. What's his name? It, it was, was David, it, but it was David, David Banner. Banner. It wasn't Bruce Banner in the show. It was David Banner in the yeah. show? Yeah, I don't uh, know why they didn't use Bruce Banner in the show. Uh, his name was David in real life as well. I think. Anyway, uh, I'm uh, gonna say, well, tell me what you reckon. Uh, yes, he did. He did. <laughs> yeah, he did. So uh, that's crack power, though. <laughs> yeah, that's pure crack power. Now he was not alone. I, I'm not gonna clickbait you into it. He was not alone. So it's 1998, and uh, ODB was in the recording studio with a Wu Tang affiliate group called Twelve O'Clock. So Wu Tang had like fucking twenty groups that were known as like the Wu Tang Killer Bees. Um, that were all kind of under the Wu Tang umbrella, and one of them was called Twelve O'clock. Right. So uh, ODB is in Brooklyn, and uh, he's recording, and they hear a noise outside, like a big fucking type of noise, and they run outside, and there's a fucking pile up, a couple of cars, um, smashed up. So uh, the whole group, led by ODB, run outside, and they see this. Uh, what age was she? Fuck, she was four, was she? I think she was four years of age. Um, she was underneath the car. Check out my traffic page. <laughs> exactly. Um, so they, they see fucking this poor girl trapped underneath the car and, uh, two or three of them get together and fucking flip this car off her and pull her out of the wreckage. Um, then they waited, they called the ambulance, waited around for the ambulance and the ambulance came, took her off. She suffered like first and second degree burns because she was trapped underneath the engine. But she survived. She was, yeah, she was fine. Cool. Uh, and apparently ODB came and visited her in the hospital That's while cool. she was recuperating, but he wouldn't use his real name. Um, he used an assumed name. Young, no. clean, yeah, gentleman. Gentleman, yeah. He used that like a completely random name. However, what's the, the the horrible thing about it is the young girl's family ran him out. They got in contact with the media saying, "Oh, ODB is coming to visit the kid." When he was trying to be real low key, like just drop in box of chocolates, like you know what I mean? Yeah, how's the kid? Is she alright? And they're like, "There's fucking ODB ring bleeding." With whoever there wasn't the any warrants out at that stage from was there? Because that could have fucked him up. That might have been. That might be, I think that might have came a little bit. has later. had quite a few warrants. Quite a few warrants in his lifetime. Um, actually, most of most of his warrants were uh, unwarranted, believe it or not. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of them were like... Uh, one of the, the, the big one The big one that got him in trouble at the start was he was pulled over by the cops and he had a mobile phone, one of the first ever mobile phones in his hand, and they took shots at him, thinking it was a gun. Jesus. And uh, he's, he's just flying, but he wears a bulletproof vest all the time. <laughs> and... Uh, so there's actually footage of him in the court explaining to the judge. He's like, I just pulled out my phone and the cops are shooting at me. And they're like, um, and you survived because you were wearing a bulletproof vest. And he was like, yeah, I'm fucking scared shitless of guns. And like, uh, I'm police. Yeah. And they were saying, but like, do you not have a gun? He goes, fuck, I don't have a fucking gun. He said, they shot me with a mobile phone. You can imagine what they do if I had a fucking gun. Yeah. He, he's like, listen, all I want to do is go home. And they're like, where do you live? I live in my mama's house. He lived in his mother's house his entire career. With his bajillion children. <laughs> Wouldn't leave. His ma would not let him leave the gaff because she knew what type of trouble he'd get himself into. But yeah, he flipped a fucking car that was trap- trapping a poor young girl That's who had just been involved in a, in a car crash. And also, see this song? I Can't Wait. I did listen to it. This is the biggest earworm of 2020 that's from a bajillion years ago. <laughs> this, I fucking... <laughs> I heard this album Are you going to play ago. that when we DJ at the end of the month? I think I might have to. Yeah. It's honestly, honestly, it will not leave my head. It will not leave my head. The greatest shout out section in any song in the history of all songs cannot be beaten. Cannot be beaten. I'd like to thank uh, all the women, all the mothers, 
the babies, the munchkins. Uh, babies, mamas. Babies, babies, mamas. I want to give a shout out to the to the Eskimos and the the submarines, to the Army, Air Force, and Marines for playing my music in in their submarines. You know, bang that shit. I want to give a shout out to all the people in the weird places that I've never been. Oh my god, the greatest shout out in the section in the history of the entire world. That whole album, by the way, produced by the Neptunes. I'm going to give that a go. It's it does so sound good. super produced. It's, it's, uh, it's not, Rizza not and Neptunes. Rizza and Neptunes. And they take the piss out of it. Because they get a lot of like, these fucking hoodra kind of women to do choruses. Oh, you can't say that. You can. But you can though. You absolutely can. <laughs> they get a lot of these like fucking maggoty sounding women to do, to do fucking uh, skits? choruses. No, not oh, no, even skits. Cute. Just choruses. And it sounds like it's so cold in the D. It's so cold That's what it sounds like. D. But they do it like kind of piss takey but it works because it's out of I love that song cold in yeah. the D. Is, that uh, woman looks like Don Cheadle. Yes, she absolutely <laughs> does. She absolutely does. Check out cold in the D. Yeah. On, uh, Go you to YouTube and check out It's So Cold in the D. It's... <laughs> This is the pinnacle of... Um, of rap. Of, of women in rap. How does she not make it in women in rap? Because she's probably dead. Yeah. It was, it's freezing. It's fucking freezing today. She <laughs> wasn't wearing much. Who was her next one? Ed Sheeran. What? Yeah. Roy. What did he do? Multiple choice. Give me them. Ed Sheeran was discovered. Now, discovered is a loose yeah. term. But let's just say... No, it is. It's the breaking America. Ed Sheeran was discovered by three options. Megan Fox. Samantha Fox or Jamie Fox? Mm-hmm. Which one of them? Uh, Megan Fox, Samantha Fox, Jamie Fox. Megan Fox. No, it was Jamie Fox. Fuck up. Jamie Fox uh, first met Ed Sheeran when he sang on his radio show in 2010. <laughs> Jamie Fox invited him to his gaff and let him stay there for six weeks on the couch. So Ed Sheeran stayed in Jamie Fox's house? On the couch for six weeks. In America? But wasn't he just a busker or something? He was just getting started out. So obviously, he, someone in his team got him onto that show, but mm. he's just basically fairly mm. unknown, really, by then, I think, as far as I'm aware. Especially so, in America, it was him. So what Jamie Foxx did was, this is this is told by Jamie Foxx. It's a great story. It's been on a few things. It's been on mm. Graham Norton. He's talked about it in interviews. Brought him to uh, this club that has some of like, the best musicians in the world, but all black musicians. Yeah, yeah. And the whole crowd's black. Yeah. African-American whole musical uh, yeah. club so Jamie Foxx said when he introduces this little ginger kid with a ukulele fuck up onto the stage a ukulele yeah the guys were like Jamie this is not really cool man listen are you back on the crack and the tax evasion yeah it's like this is stupid the crack like, evasion he goes no 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 just, just check it out he goes no nah, man like his kid's gonna die up there got a standing ovation after a 12 minutes to really that's mad Jamie Foxx discovered Ed Sheeran. Fuck off. Mad, isn't it? That never, I never heard that. Yeah. I actually didn't. Not no. even like I pretend I didn't. I didn't you see, I, thought, I, want, I wanted to pick three options. I wanted to, well, I just say Samantha Foxx because she's English and yeah. she's part of the music industry. Mm-hmm. Megan Foxx. I'm glad you went with it. It was Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that. Because I know Jamie Foxx has put albums of his own now, hasn't he? Yeah, well, he, he's the reason that Kanye West... I don't know. Kanye Can, West would have yeah. broken anyway, yeah. regardless. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And, J- and Ed Sheeran would have eventually. Yeah, he'd done probably. the bit, yeah. Um, just, the quick, bit, just yeah. quickly, he went on, Ed Sheeran after this went on tour with uh, Taylor Swift, and that's when he exploded. exploded. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. But his discovery sense. was Jamie Foxx, and then he went on, obviously, to star in the rapidly declining Game of Thrones season, 
series. Remember, <laughs> remember <laughs> him, him and that still annoys me. And it does. This is pointless. It's it's too overblown. It's yeah. like, why are they focusing on this one soldier? Yeah. It's just, and then he's going to sing. Oh, he sings yeah. weird for a soldier. Anyway, uh, yeah, Jamie Foxx uh, talks a lot about Kanye West comes and going, can you uh, sing in my song? And Jamie Foxx was like, sure. Did you ever see Jamie Foxx? He's got mad tattoos on his head and his hands and all. Did they he? have to cover up. Yeah, yeah, he's got the, this big thing on the back of his head. I think more maybe on the side of his head. He's got He's got loads of weird like shit. Like fucking hood tattoos all over. Are they the ones from like you see in Baby Driver? Yeah, I think they're real. Jesus, Jesus. So yeah, he uh, he obviously was on the Kanye. We'll go too much about that because the Kanye West uh, asked him to do a song. Jamie Foxx said, uh, "I'll sing, sing, kind of sing stuff," and he was like, "No, Kanye West, like I want you to sing it this way." It was jaw word shut the entire Mm. time. And Jamie Foxx like, we're going to get this done and get the fuck out of here. This song is garbage. Really? Then a few uh, weeks later, one of his mates goes, you were number one in America with this kid, Kanye <laughs> yeah, West. And he's yeah, like, fuck. So then they went and did Gold Digger after yeah, that. Yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah. Ed Sheeran, Jamie Foxx. There you go. Hell, I never would have thought that. Honest to God. Honest to God. Mad story. Fuck me, that's mad. Who's your next one? Another question. Good. Ooh, questions. Did Billy Idol have to be removed from a hotel by the army? I'm gonna say, sounds sounds true. This this it's is obviously a rumor. This is a rumor. No, this is real. No, but you're supposed to say yes. This is a rumor, and I go, oh, I don't know. I don't actually know, <laughs> but I'm gonna presume because it's on your list. That, Di- believe yeah. it. This is not a big one. This is I'm gonna I'm gonna mill through this one. This is real quick. So right. 1989, Billy is doing like an Asian tour, and he goes on a three week bender in a hotel in Bangkok, a hotel called the Mandarin Oriental in Bangkok. And he goes, fucking batshit mad. He's doing everything. Fucking opiates, heroin, speed, fucking, you name it. He's on it for three weeks. He's had to take on the whole top floor of this fucking, like a penthouse apartment in this hotel. He won't answer the phone to the hotel. He won't answer the door. There's nothing but brazzers coming in. Drug deliveries, gargle deliveries, the whole thing. The hotel, ring the cops. Cops are knocking at the door. Billy Oil's like, nah, mate. You're not coming in, like, fuck off. Barricades the door, the whole bang, locks himself in there for three weeks. Right? What are cops angry? Cops were losing their fucking mind. You don't talk that way to Billy Idol. <laughs> exactly. But they could not get in, right? They could not get in. So, <laughs> it all turns to shy, and the fucking hotel have to call the army. And the fucking army arrive. How did he not just kick a door down? I don't know. He must have barricaded he must the have doors. Said he had a gun. I don't know. Something weird happened, and the fucking toy army had to, like, literally, like, flashbang into the hotel room. And they carried him out on a stretcher, like Hannibal Lecter. Jesus. He was that fucking wired to the moon. They had to full Hannibal Lecter him out of a hotel in Bangkok after locking himself in there for three weeks on a mad bender. So I picked Dance With Myself. That's a um, great song. Great song. It's hard to find a shit. He was probably dancing around that room by himself with the with the just a load of flashbangs and the smoke grenades coming in. Load of dealers and brazzers and fucking groupies just fucking lost in space, starving. So what? Take like, another <laughs> flashbang to the cheek. That's it. <laughs> Billy Idol spent three weeks on a mad bender in Bangkok and had to be removed by the toy army. <laughs> Who's your next one? Prince. Prince the song. I would die for you. Okay. Now this is where. The rib remove story okay. originated way yeah, I remember years, the, I remember the decades before uh, thing. It has never been proven. Because uh, it, it's not say. real. Yeah. So that's, we're kind of going to do a few true or falses. True or false, Prince had his ribs, two bottom ribs removed no. to give himself a blowjob. No. Prince punched Nader Connor in the face. That's true. That is true. Prince 
used to dress up in disguise and go around door to door preaching, trying to convert people to Jehovah Witness. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's true. So that's true. Yeah. Okay. So he became a Jehovah Witness in 2001. Oh, okay. And he went on foot, door to door, as is. You're right as a Jehovah's Witness. To, to, be, to be like, well, you've got, you've got, a, not just a right, but I think you've got an obligation. I hate the ones with the suits, the kids with yeah, the suits. Imagine his. They're always on bicycles. It's the only time he's ever worn a normal suit yeah. that isn't purple, purple. With, with giant lapels yeah. coming over. Uh, this is this is kind of mad. So yeah, he became a Jehovah's Witness in 2001 after an argument with one of his friends, another famous person. I can't remember the name of. It was like, let's just try this, and uh, he was until as far as I know today he died. Uh, Jehovah Witness, which is one of the more stupid religions. Well, they're all st- they're all stupid. Oh, can we say that? Of course, we just lost. Yeah. We just lost Chile, Gar. We just lost Chile, and we just lost Venezuela as well. Uh, we lost half of Brazil. Uh, he went in disguise to try and not alert people to the fact that it was Prince, but apparently, like a lot of people came out and said, "Oh well, God, it was Prince." Yeah, like came. To, let's be honest. The Prince knocked me at the door, and he was like, "Do you want to be Jehovah's Witness? You'll have a shot there." But there's a lot of people that let him in, not, and they were like, "There's a Jewish couple that let him in and went, yeah, like we knew it was him." Sign so that, like, yeah, come in. Yeah. <laughs> sign this for me. Sign of the times, there, will you? Jesus, sign, Christ. sign of the times. Yeah. Sign time. the times for me. Uh, <coughs> in 2005, this was four years after he became a Jehovah's Witness. He reportedly needed a double hip replacement, but decided against it. Because it involved a blood transfusion, which fuck, is no, which up. is which is against Jehovah Witnesses. Yeah, but they uh, don't take drugs right either, do they? And they can't die of fentanyl. So the whole thing is uh, Gimme them hips. Listen, I've been saying this for years. The hips don't we, lie. We, we don't, yeah, exactly. Then pop pain is real. <laughs> um I've been saying this for years and we've talked about it on the podcast as well, that there's something wrong with famous people. Oh, they need to find this. Like, even Beck being a Scientologist. But apparently that, he hasn't Beck. been in years. He came out there uh, but, two but months ago saying, right, it, that's a lie. That's because it's like that. Because it's torn on him now. No, it's, it's you not know what it is, man. It's that there's a public perception of those things where these religions pay people to say they are. Yeah. So Tom Cruise gets jets and all bar for him, but to say he's a fucking Lula Scientologist. Yeah. Oh, shit. But like, no, I don't mean Lula. I mean, he's a Lula. Fuck off. Lula. Like, they're they're in Ireland witness. now. We have to be careful. Uh, they are and all, yeah. Um, they are and all. No, but let's, let me say this as well, right? They're like the. Do you know that thing in Israel where they get bands and they pay them extortionate amounts, yeah. extortionate, exorbitant amounts of money to uh, play more than you would ever get anyone to play anywhere? Yeah. Because of the shit that's gone down, yeah. and it's it's a good like a, a public image thing. A PR. They have thing a P, them, they yeah. have a whole PR yeah, section for Israel, not for, for the Israel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, We're the real country, so. I wonder is Jehovah Witness kind of... I don't know, because they've... There's no money in it, lad. Jehovah Witness have to give, like, half their money away, don't yeah, they? Yeah, there's no money in it, like... I don't, not like that. Like, that can't be. Yeah. No, I think... I think that these artists, right, after about 10 years of... <laughs> 10 to 20 years of being the height of the game, have seen and done everything and went... Someone goes, just there a void in your life? Yeah, there's a void yeah, in my life. Fill it. <laughs> fill yeah. it. Well, well, have you tried this? Yeah. Honestly... Take this shovel. I'm, I'm going to Paltrow and this shit changed exactly. my life. So yeah. try this egg up your fanny. Exactly. Or, or try this mad stupid religion. Yeah. And do you know what? Well, like, do you know who else is in it? Box candles. Fucking John Travolta. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah. you should come. You'll meet him. Yeah. He, he'll tell you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. But there's also the rumour that they do the whole kind of skull and bones thing where you have to, they're like, they'll ratchet out. For being fucking gay or whatever. Finger, oh, they'll have something on fingering you. Fingering your sister or whatever. Yeah. Like, they maybe have they, something maybe, on you. Because they're so incredible at finding no shit about everybody, they probably go to these people and go, we know that you suck. You're worthless dicks. Yeah, 100%. So, so here's the thing. You're going to say you are this. Yeah. And, and just be it. it goes away. Just be yeah. it. How about this? Just be a Scientologist and everything will be fine. Just pretend you are. Yeah. Like, just let me, you ever watch that documentary, the Louis Theroux one? 
about Scientology where he goes to Clearwater yeah. and all, and they're literally following him around. Like, it's fucking, it's yeah. mental. Do you know another thing that Jehovah's Witness prohibits what? in terms of Prince? Oral and anal sex. I would assume that Prince would be mad into that. Exactly. Here's the thing. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a story, right? Okay, how do I do this? How do I do this? Okay, so, the reason I never thought that was real was you can't tickle yourself. What? Right? Do you ever try and tickle yourself? You can't oh, do it. Oh, you can. I just fucking did it. You, you know, absolutely you, can. You, you can't tickle yourself into like, that panic mode. It's like, oh, like someone else. No, but you can get a, get a flutter of it before you're... Yeah, you're but not... Sit, like, I know what you mean. Your system stops. Yeah, it's because it. your, your, your brain goes, that's me. Yeah. yeah. You can't suck your own dick. You can't. Like, you can... You can absolutely put your own dick in your mouth, especially when you're young and don't what have, do you mean you have a ham hock hanging off you. Like, but like, you absolutely can. And I'm speaking from experience. It doesn't feel again. It's not the same. It does not feel the same. I'm telling you right now, you can't do it. You couldn't do it, right? Even if he had all his ribs taken out and he could fold in half like a transformer, and he was lower and deep trouting the dick out himself, there's no way in hell. It's not. It's it's just not a thing. Especially, and it comes back to this, because he's fucking Prince. Because he's Prince, exactly. Like, no, that's bollocks. Obviously, that's bollocks. But the Jehovah's Witness thing is apparently uh, very, very true. We don't really know how Prince does it. I guarantee this Jehovah's Witness is railing brown eyes and fucking sucking dick. Cash money. What do you mean, of course there is? Yeah. Do you know why? This religion's fucking stupid. Yeah, and all the, both it's of them are mostly deadly. Mostly lies. Both of them things are savage. It's a whole built on lies. I'm sorry. Uh, if you're religious and listen to this, I'm sorry, but let's say how I feel about I it. I don't really know the difference between Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses. And I don't uh, care. Yeah, I think they might be very close. I know that they're very foot in the door. Isn't there like Seven Day Adventists or something? There's too many. All these are like American religions. I see them so going around. I see these little fucking virgins going around in their little. They look like they're fucking FBI or whatever. Yeah, they're all wearing suits. Yeah. And they all wear the exact same suits. It's going to get me angry now. Who's there must next? be a few Bob and uh, selling them suits. And them books. Fuck them. Um, what's the next one? Are Warren G and Dr. Dre related? Hmm. I know there was loads of rumours about Warren G being gay. Possibly. Possibly. Was, but then again, who hasn't had rumours about that? Yeah. Me. I don't know. That's I don't know. I've heard some shit about me. Yeah. Um, Dr. Dre and Warren G. Hmm. Fuck, I don't know. Are they? They are stepbrothers. Stepbrothers? Stepbrothers. Oh, you only knew this. Oh, I never knew this. I only found this out the other day. Oh, well. Um, Dre's mother married Warren's father um, when they were both very young. Before they were famous? Yeah. Before they were famous. Um, so, Dre is a couple of years older than Warren. And Dre had that uh, world-class wrecking crew, wrecking crew, fucking DJ kind of squad thing going yeah. when he was very young. And Warren, uh, Warren got involved in the Crips, the gangs, and uh, he ended really? up doing, it. yeah, 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 he ended up doing a fucking bid in prison. And when he got out, in order to get him on the straight and narrow, Dre started teaching him how to DJ and how to produce. Because Warren G was doing more production and DJing before he was known. Right. For like, I, I obviously pick regularly because let's be honest, it's the only good Warren G song. But it's yeah, good I've enough. I've never been a mad. I don't know much it's about Warren not, G. It's a lot of it's just not good. Um, the best thing about Warren G, he was too good looking. Did you ever he, get that? Quite, not too, anymore. Well, yeah, but like, I'm talking about fucking. Looks like Dave Chappelle now. I'm just saying, like he something about him. He just. Oh yeah, he was sleek. I was all like sleek uh, looking lad. Like I was like, I want them fuckers to look beaten up mm. and angry, and he was too. 
It's very good, like Regulate. He's great. Reg- he Regulate a- is one of the greatest hip hop songs of all time. Uh, there's another song on that album called uh, This DJ, which is a great song. I love that I'm saying there's rumours about Warren G being gay, and then we talk about how good looking he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening. Let those rumours begin. <laughs> now. Um, the, the best thing that Warren G ever gave to the world was Nate Dogg. Yeah. Nate Dogg and Warren G were like bestos. Now, Nate Dogg. Fucking hold R- up. Related. <laughs> Nate Dogg. Yeah, fucking hell. Nate Dogg is Snoop Dogg's cousin. That's right. Right? But who isn't Snoop Dogg's cousin? Yeah, Snoop Dogg's... This was going to be today's one, but I couldn't... I, I had to link Snoop Dogg to somebody in order to create this absolute web, this hierarchy of hip-hop, and I couldn't do it because there's only a rumor I heard or something I read before. Right. And I can't... I can, I'll tell you what it was. I read somewhere once upon a time that Snoop Dogg was related to Flavor Flav. Now, if I can make that connection, I can literally link. It goes right to the top. It goes there. right to the top. It literally spreads across the entire continental USA. Because Flavor Flav is related to Rizza, Jizza, and Old Dirty Bastard. He was also related to fucking Snoop Dogg. He was also related to Nate Dogg. It goes on. Sasha Banks from WWE. Literally. They're related somewhere along the line to Quincy Jones. That's what you need to do, right? After this, tomorrow, you need to send an email to someone and find that out. The Snoop Dogg will find out who's related to Flavor Flav. <gasps> Remember we were going to do that thing get Snoop Dogg to give a shout out? Someone put a Just, link up. They did, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's not doing it at the moment. Yeah. So too, if, too busy trying to sell out the tree arena busy. to all the fucking junk bag and coke boys. Um, <laughs> fucking bagheads. Oh. Um, I'd love to go and see Snoop Dogg for like four songs and I wouldn't mind going to see Obi Trice and who else Obi he's got? Trice. Real news, no gimmicks. Um, there's someone else on that fucking bill, not D12. There's someone else in that bill that's really good and it's annoying me that I can't remember who it is. Because the bill is fantastic. Um, any, any, pretty much anyone on that bill could be the headliner. Like, uh, So yeah, uh, Dr. Dre um, took Nate, sorry, took Warren G under his fucking wing and uh, taught him how to produce and DJ and I was going to show you. And it was via Warren G that Dr. Dre was introduced to Snoop Dogg. He brought him into the... Uh, didn't know, I actually didn't know. Yeah, I only found this out the other day. And Snoop Dogg is related to Daz as well. He was another big debt row uh, producer. Um, Warren G, bit of a badass. Warren G and Dr. Dre are fucking stepbrothers, yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he was pushed by Dre to get into it. They had Nate Dogg and Snoop Dogg, uh, like I said, they're, they're cousins. They actually had a group called uh, 213, um, was the name of the group. I think, I'm not entirely sure if Warren was in that. Warren might have been in that group as well, um, doing something. Uh what Dr. does the G stand for? Gangster? Warren Gangster? I have no idea. Warren Gangster. Warren ga- Gangster. I'm not entirely sure. He'd batter me if I said that. Imagine him in this room now and go, what's that? Warren Gangster? <laughs> Solid for the job. Couple of weird little Shut facts your mouth, you that, that popped honky. up about Dr. Dre. Just to connect, just to continue this on a little bit, right? So Dr. Dre has six kids by five different women. He went round two with one of them? Jim well, Mac. Yeah. Well, probably the fourth one, I'm not entirely sure. Um... 59% of all headphone sales in the US are Beats. Oh, they're, they're garbage. Oh. They're, they're not good at all. Sorry, like everyone's going to say this, and I know it's been said a million times. If you want more bass in your music, find a way to put it up. And if they wanted more bass in the music initially, they would have yeah, put, it in. put it in there. Yeah, exactly. It would sound like that in the first place. So they, you, they are no, by no means bad headphones, but the price. Like, I'm sure Sennheiser and Bose are like, 100% where did we fuck up in this? Did no. we, where did we not? And any headphones that are active that you have to put batteries in or recharge can fuck off straight into the bin. Um, like you said, if, if there was meant to be more bass, the producer would have put it in there in the first place. It's like people who catch up 
on everything. It was meant to taste that's like me. that. That's me. Are you like that? Are you ketchup oh, fiend? Oh, fucking hell. Can't do it. You know what else I do? That would horrify people. What? I put uh, coleslaw on lasagna. Uh, that's no, that's that's an old, that's, not, that's an that's old thing. thing, isn't it? You get, yeah. you get a side of, that's an old thing. Okay, right. You used to get the lasagna with coleslaw and a little side salad. Yeah, yeah, well, that's definitely a thing. I most meals, every breakfast, uh, loads of coleslaw or brown sauce. I can't do brown sauce. I can't do ketchup or brown sauce. I'm not a sauce man. I like gravy or curry sauce. It's very saucy, but I don't like ketchup. I don't understand it. I used to a good mate of mine, his sister. I know what you're saying. Like there's people that go into restaurants and get thirty quid steaks and put, put ketchup on it. What, that, that'd be me. And it has to be Hoyans, you know. I don't understand it. There's a mate of mine, Keith Roach. His sister Lisa was so obsessed with ketchup that like she would literally they'd get through like a, a, a squeezy thing of ketchup a day, where like she'd get a scrambled egg and just decimate it in ketchup I'd put a bit of it on scrambled egg yeah nope she'd get like she'd get <laughs> no. like she'd get stew and she'd dip the whole like nozzle in and just <laughs> squeeze the was entire it, was ketchup was the case of that that old dad joke do you want some chips with that ketchup yeah <laughs> exactly do you want tea with your fucking sugar <laughs> do you know another weird thing I found out this is kind of cool Kendrick Lamar was at the filming of the video for California Love because he lived close by. That's right, I knew that. Yeah, we well, didn't know that yeah. when he was real, when he was a young, young, young kid. Tupac was his hero as well. Yeah, absolute hero. So he went out and he just fucking stood around while they were filming it, and that was one of the things that got me interested in making hip hop music. Deadly. How cool is that? It would get you interested. Um, yeah, fuck right. Well, it's one of the greatest videos of all time. <laughs> so, re- um, not the remix, the not regular the, version, the normal bog standards. That, that one that's on Tupac's album of California Love is so. The pr- there's an issue the there. The life is pulled out, but the base is it's gone. Not good. Yeah. It's not good. There's um the that the one everybody knows and loves is on uh, it is on an album somewhere. I can't remember. It's left me. It is on. It it's is not even on, on Spotify, is it? Yeah, but it's not. It's is on it? like a compilation, right? Um, but there is there is a two back album that has that Dre edit of the song. Right. Um, I was to say something else there. Left me. Oh yeah, that song was meant to be a Dr. Dre song, and uh, Suge Knight walked in, heard it, and said, "That's for Tupac. He's getting out of jail tomorrow." Like he just took it out. Who was it supposed to be for? It's supposed to be a Dr. Dre song. Oh, like, right. just him. He had made that for himself. No. And Suge Knight heard him playing in the that, studio. I'm so glad it went to the both of them. Yeah, that Mad Max Makes video. It's oh. outrageous. Uh, okay, who's your next? That's literally a little quick one. I yeah. just seen that, and I thought that's uh, first of all, I wanted to get regulate up there. And uh, I, yeah. I had to get that one out. What is your next one? My next one, taking an absolute U-turn, uh, Tupac. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fucking hell, all that right. That was delicious. Yeah. Tupac. Cut, the, you couldn't have wrote it. The song, How Do You Want It? My favourite Tupac song. Just his, it always will be. Casey and Jojo on that as well. Mm. How do you want it? I like the way you elevate mm-hmm. and put your ass. It's a fucking banger. Fucking banger. Anyway, true or false? Let's do a few of them. Okay. He's still alive. Yes, I'm saying yeah. I'm just going to say fuck yeah. it. I'm going to say yeah. <laughs> we, we covered this already. The lads in East Wall believe it. So I'm telling you right now. <laughs> the, I'm telling you right now. He's alive in East Wall. That's one of three. Second of all, he sodomized a 19-year-old on the dance floor. Sodomized a 19-year-old on the dance floor. With three of his friends. It was on his dance floor. I think it was supposed to be on the dance floor. A on New York nightclub. How would yeah. you even do that? Because like, Well, he went to jail for that. Oh, that was that was the one in the hotel. Oh, it was in the hotel. Yeah, that wasn't oh, him. I thought it was. That wasn't him. I don't believe. Well, that. We just debunked that where yeah. it was. That was in the hotel. We debunked with a lot of us, with a lot of the scumbag mates. I do not believe that was him. No, no. Here's the big one though. Mm. His friends, aka the outlaws, mm. his group, smoked his ashes in blunts. I want to believe that so badly. 
Uh, Keith Richards done that to his father as well. Thanks for describing that off the end there. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just, just the sound of me deleting that amazing finishing points <laughs> of that. Because uh, <laughs> I was going to do that one. I was going to do that Keith Richards bit. Anyway, uh, I'm going to quote some of the members of the Outlaws. Yes, it's definitely true. We had a little memorial from memorial from with, with uh, the ashes. His ma, his whole family were there at the beach. All the shit he loved: chicken wings, weed. He loved orange soda. Kel loves orange soda. <laughs> Who loves orange soda? Pack loved that kind of shit. So we were giving him his own farewell, and then they said, "If you listen back to the song Black Jesus," he said, "My last wishes is that my homies smoke my ashes." Mm. My last wishes that my niggas smoke my ashes. I can't say that word. Uh, it's not homies. It it's like. definitely not homies. Uh, that was his request. How serious was he? We don't know, but we did it anyway. They say oh, we yeah, did I, it. I, I believe And it. they say that his ma found out and was less than happy. Wouldn't about, be into it, yeah. Less than happy about That Tug Life album that he put out with them was very good. I think they 100% took some of that mm. and smoked up some in blunt form. Did I tell you what happened to my grandfather? His ashes. No. This is going to be one of these things. Keith Richards snorted. No, are you related to Keith Richards? I'm not. I actually have met Keith Richards. His, You've uh, met da- him? Yeah, his daughter has an apartment in Temple Bar beside the Foggy Dew Pub. Has it? Just still has it? Still has it. Yeah, hangs out. Still no. He just be floating around there. Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah. Met him years ago. Um, he was kind of spaced out of it. Um, to be honest, with yeah, you. that's false. I don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Terrible story. I am. Um, fuck! Can't my family don't listen to this. Do you reckon my family listen to I doubt, I doubt it. Uh, your sister listened to a couple. Yeah, she doesn't count. <laughs> uh, as long as don't, don't, uh, Grace, don't rat me out. So um, when my grandfather... Uh, <laughs> Jesus, this is terrible. Oh, when, Grace, don't uh, rat me, me out, out to die because this, uh, this, uh, this story hell. is so fucked up. So when, uh, when my grandfather was crema- cremated, um, I love my grandfather dearly. He was like a second father to me. And uh, it was the, the first big death of my entire life, and it proper fucking ruined me. And uh, Jesus, you had emotions at one stage. I, I in your once life? for for a day, I had an emo- I had an emotion. Yeah. Is this what killed your emotions? You had that, and then you're done with so emotions. Full Vulcan mode. You went f- right, yeah. fucking hell. So uh, I had I had this uh, shitty caravan. I had a Renault Kangoo. Right, you did not have one of them. Oh, did you? I had it for years. The best car I ever had. Really? Oh man, I think I go up a mountain sideways. First of all, I hate Renaults. They're supposed to be a yeah. nightmare for mechanics. I got one afterwards, going, and it was the worst thing I ever had. But yeah, but the, the Renault Kangoo, Kangoo monster. I drove that with a broken timing belt. It shouldn't be possible. Shouldn't be possible. I have to drive through Stony Bar and pull no, it in. No, you can absolutely drive them, but no. it will ruin your engine eventually. No, not with this. Hang on, how go. long did you do it for? Like fucking 10 minutes. No, you can absolutely drive the car with a broken timing belt, but it will start to absolutely destroy your engine. Your car. Really? I thought you have, just stop going. No, you have a certain amount of time oh, but really? before it's absolutely you destroying shit your car. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, hang I on, I am not 100% that. Any mechanics listening? Yeah, please. Can you us. drive temporarily with a, with a gun? Broken broken. Broken. I thought the whole thing just meant to stop. No. So... I was driving through Stony Bar. Actually, no, I'm not going to tell the time bell. Sorry, that's not funny. So uh, I had in the the Renault Kangoo had this weird thing where it didn't have a glove box. Had this weird big shelf above your head because they're real tall. That's because it was the fucking Homer mobile. Yeah, it's amazing. It was the, one of the best things I ever had. And I had this big joint shelf, and it was full of fucking junk. I like old fucking cigarette boxes, magnets. Fucking sorry, the Homer mobile was the Fiat yoke with the with the Duplo yoke, the the Lego looking car. Sorry, not the Kango. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I had a Renault Scenic for a while. That was the worst thing you I ever had. You bought two Renaults? Yeah, because I had such a good experience with the Kango. Okay, I fair enough. I bought a Grand Scenic. Fair enough. Because uh, I have a lot of dogs, and I have to get the dogs around. Right. So, I had this shelf 
in the Reno Kangoo and uh, a couple of weeks after uh, grandfather's cremation um, I found a fucking I had like a little baggie of some of his ashes that I wanted to take home oh right? god where's this going so what we had done is that we had taken the majority of the ashes and we put them in an urn and they went into the graveyard or whatever into the, into the place and then some of them were scattered in his kind of fucking uh, place called the Clued Lane in uh, Westmead which is where he grew up right and uh, a couple of people said listen just give me like you know a tumbler full of his fucking I forgot ashes you are like half culty yeah well it's yeah. not I'm not it's in me like so and like one one degree from full culturedom like from full fucking like hill people turf apes so bog goblins yeah exactly, <laughs> just, exactly. There's, there goes half a fucking <laughs> Ireland as well we lost Venezuela Chile and now yeah Wicklow um, so I had I had a bag with my grandfather's ashes in it and my whole plan was I was going to fucking make a little cool thing at home little box and keep my grandfather fucking ashes I should be telling this story that's weird come on right because <laughs> like I said he was like my second father I spent a lot, an awful lot of time with him and uh, when the car broke remains, <laughs> when the car broke I cleared out loads of it but I had remembered I remembered after the fact that he had taken the little fucking baggy with my granddad's ashes in it and kind of stuffed them into a little kind of nook so I wouldn't slide around. And I forgot to take them out. And I sent the car to be fucking destroyed. I wrote it off. And I had the whole thing fucking compacted. And I fucking sent my grandfather's ashes so off. So can you compactor. imagine for a second, right? Let's just pretend we're spiritual people. And up in heaven, your grandfather is only allowed to visit. missing a hand it's in nobody, heaven. Nobody's <laughs> in. <laughs> no, it's in a square shape. <laughs> Got cubed. Oh, there's just, just, just fucking like three squared inches of the a only missing. places he's allowed to visit are places where the ashes are. So he gets the force He goes, yeah. nah, fair play to them. Yeah, they the did boys. it beside that lane. Yeah. They did it at that beach. Yeah. He's got tore up to some random junkyard and go, yeah. was this fucking, was this the yeah. young Cummins doing yeah. this? Stuck in a Renault Kangoo. <laughs> in the glove box. In, a fucking year 2000 or 1999 or whatever the fuck it was. Whose idea Renault was this? Which of the member of the family made me have to live this yeah. day over and over again? Yeah. I said that after the fucking demolition derby job like a and was this after the other ashes have been scattered in another yeah, place yeah. so he does live those good he, you know for a whole day he visits those yeah. and when the very last thing he does before he goes to bed is cra- crawls into a fucking ashtray yeah. Without, yeah whatever it's made of now <laughs> exactly tinfoil thanks for that that's how he goes to bed yeah. he's a perfect yeah. day it's like a groundhog day every day he lives an incredible yeah. day of his life in all of his favourite spots and then he f- oh, one, of the, one of the few things in my life I actually regret is what I've done to me poor granddad I love them dearly like how, ma- how many ashes like uh, a good proportion of them look, look I a hand's worth like a handful like now to be fair but after they're done there's not an awful lot left you know um, yeah, look yeah, at, like, I can imagine like, your family would be absolutely enraged by that a couple yeah. of cigarettes worth of ash like is what you'd be looking at worth of granda yeah in the Renault Kangoo right who's <laughs> oh, your next well, one no that was my one who's your next one oh was it oh yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, we my last about. one Okay, yeah yeah kind of went off topic there for a minute <laughs> on, on brand but off topic <laughs> Okay, uh, this is a very famous one, and there's not really he, a Gar question. Just, Gar looks actually shook after telling that story. I do, yeah. First time I've seen him remotely emotional. Unless um, someone fucking hoarded a dog or something, he goes, out yeah, mind. Yeah, don't do that. I saw a fella step in three distinctly different lumps of dog shit today while waiting on the bus. That's my nightmare, times three. The, I've Which seen I the dog... I've stepped in that. Yeah. one of my big nightmares. Yeah, my the nightmares. I would fuck the shoes in the bin. And this fella, <laughs> this fella walking his dog... Right, this is in Summerhill, right? I think Summerhill should be nuked from Arbe, and I live right beside Summerhill, right? One of the few places I think on earth that should be tactically nuked from Arbe, right? It's a terrible, terrible place. Um, 
I'm sure lots of people who live there love it, but it's not. It's 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 not a nice place. But I was standing waiting on my bus. I found a leap card with a fiver on it. That's where I got the bus. How did you know? Uh, I've put it on the phone. Oh, you did? I told you it's cool, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, I won't, I'll never use it again. Like I just used it up. Well, um, yeah, of course. Why would you? You have to put money onto someone stranger's card. Oh, do you know you have a leap card? No, I had a leap card like the day I came out, thinking this is a great idea, and it's never used it again. Right. But I must have tra- thrown money in it. I must have thrown a score at it at some stage. So I'm standing there waiting on the bus, and this fella is dragging this poor little fucking dog up to the uh, the the post office to collect this fucking scratcher. Right? He's going to collect this dowel, and he's in a mad hurry, and the dog is dying for the shy. So every time the dog stops to unleash the fury, he pulls the dog along with him. So I'm thinking that your man for a. It's like abusing this dog by pulling him along with the neck and the dog is just letting lumps of shit fly out of him. And B, <laughs> that he doesn't have a fucking poo bag to pick up the fucking yeah, dog shit. Don't leave the gaff. I, mean, surely- I made the shit bags. I don't even have a dog with me right now. You yeah. know what I mean? I pulled 10 of them out of my pockets. No problem. Right? So this fella is dragging this surely poor dog. Be leash. You, when you take your leash, you hmm. take them with him. Isn't there like leashes to have them built they connected into, to Every built lead I have at home has a little dispenser. Bu- yeah. And I would never, in a million lazy years, bastard. let any of my dogs show you the hat. Not in a million years. But you know, your man is running for the post office, which is right beside the bus stop. And he's fucking pulling, pulling, pulling. And the dog is just unleashing the fucking golden fury behind it, right? Just blop, 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 <laughs> right? The poor bastard dog can't even have a shite in peace. Right? So your man toys his dog. He doesn't up. understand the social etiquette. He doesn't know. The dog just needs a shit. Yeah. It's up to the fucking owner to look after the shy. And this is on a big tour, like main road in Summer Hill. So your man toys his dog up outside and runs into the, into the post office to get a scratcher. Right? Now, let's be honest. He could be buying stamps, but he wasn't. He was getting his fucking scratcher. Right? Ah, uh, no, girl. No, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. This uh, lad's no. on the fucking scratch, right? So. Couldn't, I even, saw, couldn't even afford poo bags. I saw coming around the corner three big nuggets of shy. And there was a fella with his son, and the son had one of these little shitty kind of three-wheel scooters, right? Yeah. And the, the young fella, the kid was weaving all over the path, fucking trying to, like, bumping into people, scraping off walls, and the dad was another fucking heading for the post office head, <laughs> right? And the fucking, the, the, the scooter, little, so his, his little scooter, oh, I'm one of them, it's grand. So the little scooter runs over a big ball of shite. <laughs> right so the dad is giving out to the young fella for running over shite and starts picking up the skewer and scraping this is in front of me I should have oh, videoed it starts scraping the shite not on a wall or the path but on someone's front door I'm going to kill him yeah starts scraping off this big ball of shite off into someone's front door and then as he takes his first step he stands in a big ball of dog shite good and he's like what the fucking dirty bastard oh yeah he's, yeah he's a dirty bastard yeah yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. takes another three or four steps towards me while like, dragging the unfold behind him lifting up the, the fucking lifting up the scooter while shite is on his left foot right into the last ball of shite before the post office bam there you go three lumps of shite <laughs> like 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 they weren't even we're not talking like I big. was about to feel you see obviously because that's my nightmare I was about to feel sorry for this guy no but the fact that he fuck everyone involved in the story including me for telling you about it you yeah. know what I mean no this you're right this is a terrible is, thing this is happen. just a bunch of dickheads mm. from start to finish this story just uh, all of this could be fixed by just fucking not running for your fucking scratcher and having fucking poo bags with you you know anyway here's my last one um, uh, the Beatles Norwegian Wood <laughs> And now for something completely different. Very fucking different. What is the story with Norwegian Wood? That's a Paul McCartney song. Yes. Like, obviously it's a Beatles song, but it's a Paul McCartney Beatles song. Okay, so, it's, it's the question, is there a question? Okay, was Paul McCartney replaced in the Beatles after he died? This is a huge rumour. Yeah. 
Paul is dead. Paul, Paul is, is dead. dead. So there's a thing called the Paul is dead urban legend. Now I'm only going to give you the fucking skin of it. I am. Um, if you find this in any way interesting, please go off on uh, YouTube. This there's documentaries, there's books written about it, the whole thing. Um, I'm going to tell you right away. Uh, no, Paul McCartney was not replaced. Right? No, it's not a thing. So the theory states that on the 9th of November 1966, Paul McCartney died in a car crash. Right. And was replaced... Because that would never make the news. Yeah, exactly. But the rumour goes that he was replaced by a lookalike called William Campbell. Right? They've got a name and all yeah, They've got two names. Um, William Campbell was the main one. It's Percy Trills Trillington. Um, no, what was, the, what was the fucking... Um, what was the name they used in Sgt. Pepper's... Um, oh yeah, I don't. Uh, Billy, Billy Shears. Billy Shears was Billy the other name. Shears. Yeah. So what would you do with exactly? So they were the two names shown about. Actually, William what Campbell. would they do if he sang out a tune? They repeatedly re-recorded that for Ringo because he did sing it out. Of tune of course, he did. Go on. Um, so there was clues everywhere. There was stuff that like you played it backwards and it said "fucking Paul is dead," and there was stuff like people start digging for the most. They will say whatever you your brain wants to hear. Exactly the the shittiest of all clues, like the the cover of Abbey Road that like everybody else is in step except for Paul, and that there's a couple of famous photo shoots where Paul had his back turned and all this type of bullshit. Now it turns out most of these rumors were invented by one guy, a student called Fred Labour. Was he like a member of the fan club or some shit? But he'd done this years later, right? Like he'd done this like 69, uh, 68, 69, something like that. Um, and he was, uh, he was writing for a college newspaper. I, I think this might have even have been in Canada. This was his first fake news clickbait. Yeah. Holy shit. So he just come up with this fucking absolute batshit mad theory that, like he's seen one or two things, like wouldn't it be mad if like this all fit together? Yeah. So he wrote a piece saying, like, there's a possibility that Paul McCartney died and they replaced him with the winner of a lookalike competition and they trained him how to sing like Paul McCartney. Because the lookalike competition that, that he released to the public wasn't public. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. So a private public lookalike competition yeah. for uh, one of the most like, famous, the people on famous people in the world who yeah. died publicly in a car crash but yeah. didn't. So apparently oh, what happened was yes. some radio station, somebody in a radio station read his article and then start talking about it on air. And they just gained traction. And they got out of control. Can you imagine those fucking... So, we've a fucking belter for you today, exactly. lads. Oh, I'll tell you what now. So apparently Fred Labour just kept making it more and more shy. Dermot so, and Brian on the fucking news there. Going to, the, what's the radio show, guys? That's too Irish. Now, know. what's what's really fucked up is that sales of the Beatles back catalogue went through the fucking roof when this rumour came move. out. Like, they sold outrageous amounts of Beatles records off the back of the fucking theory that Paul is dead. Now, exactly. Sorry, it's just fun. This is fucking mad. One of the lyrics that has been kind of misconstrued, right, was uh, a lyric that Lennon sang. And everybody thinks that he says, I buried Paul. I buried Paul. I buried Paul. I buried Paul. What is the lyric? Cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce. I'd more believe cranberry sauce sounds more like a Beatle lyric than yep. I Buried, I buried Paul. Paul. So whichever way John Lennon sang cranberry sauce, people are like, I Buried Paul. That's what they heard. I can't even make it sound like a... I can't... Hang on, let me try. No, th- just the syllables alone, the, nothing, the letters... There's nothing close. Nothing close. Um, it got so bad that Life magazine had to run a cover story to confirm that he was alive. 
Did they, um, did they Snopes it? No, this is real weird. Apparently they went to where he lived because uh, McCartney had just, the Beatles had stopped touring. And they said, we're not breaking up, but we're just going to put albums out, but we're doing with the big Best decision tours. they ever made. Yeah. So they found Paul on Because I never firm. saw them live and I don't get to fucking enjoy their gigs. Exactly. Therefore, I get to enjoy the albums yeah. they made when they weren't gigging. Happy fucking days. So what had happened was that they had all retired um, from live touring and they'd kind of taken on the Sgt. Pepper personas. Yeah. Right? And Life magazine got in contact with McCartney saying, listen, like everything's your dead. And he said, I don't care. I yeah. really don't give a shit what you do. So they organised it with his missus. Can we come out to the gaff and just take some photos and talk to her? Talk to her, like the two of And she was like, oh, yeah, of course, yeah. But McCartney was not into it. So apparently what happened was when Life magazine showed up with a reporter and a photographer, McCartney attacked both of them. Right? Grabbed cameras, smashed cameras, fucking went at the lad's bald-headed. Like, fucking kill you. Like, leave me alone. I'm fucking sick of this shit. I haven't given an interview in fucking a year or two. I haven't had my photo taken. He apparently looked homeless. Like, he was wearing, like, raggedy clothes, big beard hanging off, and the whole shebang. Yeah, that's for you later day Beatles. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, what happened was, they worked out a deal with him, saying, we won't sue you for attacking us if you give us a little mini interview and let us take a nice photo of you, where you look like... Good, uh, good real, move on their exactly. part. So he ran in, had a quick fucking shave, or trimmed off some of his beard, and just wiped the blood off his Yeah, hands. exactly. <laughs> and they took the photo. They took the photo with him holding his kid, standing with his missus. Oh, you saying, remember that photo? Yeah, 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 saying fucking Paul is alive or yeah. whatever. Paul, had is rumor, alive. Paul is, Paul is alive. alive. <laughs> so, but the rumor for years was Paul McCartney died and was replaced by a lookalike. That's got to be one of the in first, first actual big music rumors. There's a book. There was a book written. I think it was last year or maybe 2018. All about this. And it, this it gives, are rumours in general. No, rumours about Paul McCartney right. being replaced. Right. And I keep saying to myself, I have to try and dig this out. I have to try and find it. Because it's a fucking... The fact that it had like the legs that took it all over the world. Like It's very hard to talk about Paul McCartney or the Beatles in general without having to refer to the Paul is Dead theory. Yeah. Because it was so big. Wildfire. There's, there's so many fucking cool rumours. And even some that like I want to start, like Enya has laser turrets on her castle. Yeah. Uh, what else could we? What else could we start? Who, uh, let's start. Let's start some. Start let's some start new ones. A mad rumor right now. Uh, uh, you know, after that, these days have all been quite batshit. They were all. They're solid ones. They've been doing the rounds for a long, long time. Yeah, we debunked um, some of them in some ways. Other ones. Some have been confirmed. Some have been debunked. Some will stay rumors probably until the day they die. Especially that uh, Led Zeppelin one. Nobody until the day they die and Gar uh, cremates them and puts them in a car that gets. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got 250 euro for that car as well. So, uh, 250 Bob. Did you pour one out for the old man? His name was Bob as well, actually. That's a terrible. Oh, oh shit. Anyway. Um, ashes to ashes <laughs> in the glove box. Fucking hell. Gar's grandfather. You know what? That's actually quite dark. Isn't it? <laughs> I know. Uh, so anyway, uh, <laughs> you can find us on facebook.com forward slash lost air podcast. If you like our podcast and our general shy talkery, you can go to patreon.com forward slash lost air podcast. Yes, and for about $5 a month, you get access to super special exclusive podcasts. We talk shy up there. We give you a little head start on what next, next week's fucking podcasts are. You name it. All of our live events that we're going to be doing get announced there in advance. Um, there's a bunch of shit up there, uh, including videos that I make in my house. This is not just, sexual. This ones. is just the business of podcasting, lads. That's the way it goes. Listen, it goes. this is free. Yeah, this podcast is free. It takes let, ages. Let us be to do. for a minute, will you? Let me li- listen. <laughs> We're not from nice places. And we, <laughs> we didn't do proper real college. We never learned trades. Oh. We're winging it. We're oh. nearly forty, and oh. we own nothing. 
No. Nothing? No. Look at the hack of us. I have a car. I don't that's, even have a car. That's all I have. That's all I own. I have nothing. I have a lot of dogs and bills is what I have. So, uh, if you don't I own do a that, car and a guitar. I'm basically Charles Manson. Yeah, I have a couple of guitars. Listen, you don't want to do Patreon? That's fine. Be sound. Facebook.com forward slash Lost Art Podcast. Share it out. Tell your mates. Recommend us. Rate, review. Five stars. Four stars. One stars. I don't give a fuck. Do something. Don't fuck, you know what? Just don't one stars. There's don't thousands, re- don't, don't there are thousands of you cunts listening to this. I see the fucking statistics. Thousands, thousands of you. Listen, if fucking half a percent of you decided to fucking share us or tell a mate about us, everybody would be fucking happy. Um, we are the internet's dirty little secret. Exactly. Um, and the internet has a lot of it. But I'm sick of being a dirty little secret <laughs> and I'd rather be a dirty little cum slow. See you next week. <laughs>